wait for this plane to pass. <laughs> I don't know if you can actually hear it. Uh, planes. I miss, and I don't miss being on a plane, but Let's I, I miss what being on a again. plane brought me. You know what I miss? What? I miss the feeling of power or feeling like I was somewhat contributing to anything important (laughs) as a citizen. But I do believe that that same realization has given me a new sense of power, and I'll get into that later, but I used to be that person that believed in systems and if the system was there and it was put in place then it could be you know worked in any favor but lately it's just been you know like where you vote you have a voice the system is rigged well yeah but the more that you the more that you just have a voice and let your let it be heard and whatever you feel strongly about you choose that passion and you become an advocate for it and you know whatever and I would believe that there was this sense of like we're moving forward or we're going to be moving in the right direction and even though it might get ugly at first we're going to be at a better place eventually if we just keep you know fighting you think that I used to I used to believe that. But lately, there's been this overwhelming feeling of defeat. Because I don't know how I've come to this way of thinking. But I truly feel that nothing is going to change at least in the way that we're doing things, by doing the things that we're doing, by the, doing the things that we've been doing for years. There's no fight. In terms of what exactly? Like in every aspect? Well, for example, I was listening to that episode with Will Harris, who's a farmer in Bluffton, Georgia. God, I love his accent. Um, but he was just talking about the difference between organic farming versus industrial farming and how organic farming is way better for the environment. It has way less of a carbon footprint. Um, Organic and regenerative farming done right in a symbiosis of with, uh, you know, of nature where like the animals are grown and raised just within a cycle of nature and nothing outside of that um no technology no fancy technology no gmos no pesticides no hormones no antibiotics exactly exactly how nature is supposed to work right all using each other because isn't it also in there the how they use like the the cow manure to um, basically use it as fertilizer as well. Like the nature gives back to the nature. It's like yeah. the life cycle yeah. of everything. Even one's waste is another's treasure. Yeah. Uh, there was a saying that he says something about for every, I think, postulate. I don't know. what I think that's what it's, what it's called. Because he has this really strong Southern accent that I'm not really like, I think I know what he's saying sometimes, but I don't like, 
but I get the gist. Is with, for every basically for every problem that nature brings, nature has a solution for. And so that takes obviously understanding how nature works, understanding animals and the environment and bugs to 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 cattle to livestock. You know, like you have to understand everything and be very like science and nat- natural science. Be a very like be experts in that. And he is this farmer. Um, and that's how he's been able to just be so successful at this. He feeds 80% of Bluffton, Georgia, the town. 80%? Yes. And he has. What about the other 20? They're. Also farmers? Probably. I, mean, I right? don't know. I mean, they're probably. Is it like a country in Georgia? They're probably older in retirement homes. They're probably yeah, so probably like the other sick. twenty are, are probably like other farmers. Because he also employs. He has one hundred and eighty employees. Damn, bro. Mm-hmm. He's a Jeff Bezos of Buffington. Well, so what he was talking about is how, and I mean, you can tell that Joe Rogan was like, but there has to be some way for everyone to learn how to do this type of farming, because there's this huge misconception that eating animals is bad for the environment when really industrial farming is bad for the environment. And I love that he mentioned what I've always been talking about is even plant-based stuff is, you know, marketed as, you know, veganism is this like good for the environment and you're, you know, you're not killing animals. Pause. I'll let you continue. But uh, you see, you, you've been listening to Taylor Swift that just Kanye do, but not nah, for real. Just give me a second. <laughs> um so I was just with the the plug and we were talking about it and he was saying how he was reading up in terms of eating healthier. Mm-hmm. And he's saying, you know, how that he's noticing and you know I'm I I said plug to say it's like you you know kind of like the thought process of how they articulate themselves. She goes, you know what, man? I've, I've honestly been thinking. I've, I've been noticing how the government is just doesn't care. Is just trying to kill us. Is purposely, yeah. Like they're 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 not like China by saying you're only gonna have and limit you to two kids. They're just killing our kids. Yeah. Like they're just controlling population. It's it's, it's portion control or, or and population control in a way. They're controlling our food, so they're controlling what they put into our bodies. Yeah. It's simple as that. So it's like soy-based stuff, corn-based stuff. <clears throat> um, but I was saying that to say is that he was like that he's reading up and he's seeing, and this is it's like a, the double-edged sword of it, but he goes that he's reading that he wants to do an alkaline diet and a magnetic diet. And he goes, I, f- I forgot, it's basically all like based off of plant-based food, but like vegetables. Yeah, like if you're going to do plant-based, just do vegetables. And Don't try to find... The, the magnetic diet is 80% fruit, like pure actual fruit, and then 20% of your greens and vegetables. And that's the diet. Well, see, that's the sad part. I was like, wh- where to meet at, though? Right. So that's the sad part, is that we're so misinformed and misled as citizens that... It's either one or the other. And because that's the only thing that can make them money. Um, veganism is a huge business and it's going down now. Like the numbers aren't high anymore as to like people actually going for it. Wasn't it barbecue, like vegan barbecue that we saw at the farmer's market the mm, other day? Yeah. And these things, like these plant-based ingredients, 
like Impossible and Beyond Meat, the huge brands, like they're made in these industrial farms who have a huge carbon footprint. And so it's like the complete opposite. But um, and this is what he was saying. Well, let me get back to real quick. He is saying that he wants to go to a vegetarian and fruit diet. And that is representative of like an indicative of what's going on right now is that people are like they're realizing, yeah, the government is just giving us this bad food. So let me just go all natural, like all vegetarian. But they don't no one has the truth in the middle. Like the, to find the truth in the middle, you got to dig. But you already have you have to be first aware that that even that it even exists. And so there's very few people that understand that it's not the eating meat part or, you know, the, the stuff that they put in our burgers. That's what's bad. Or it's not the fast food restaurants. I mean, it is. But you have a choice. But You can still have those burgers, but have them natural and organic. And grass Have them fed. grass fed. Yes. Daniel, let me finish. Yeah. I know my shit too. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm talking. Damn. Grass fed, grass finish, pastures, chicken. This isn't the Daniel Valdez experience with Daniela Valdez. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just like, I'm just finishing your sentence with you. Mm. But Sexy. Oh, my God. But yeah, so. Oh, my God. That's the problem that we go from one extreme to the other because that's all that we've been taught. And we, it's like, we're it's just like looking for said. someone to follow. They like, like, like your grandpa didn't even know that he was, that you had explained to him that he ate organic in Cuba. I mean, yeah. Like you had to explain it to him. It's, it's literally like they could even have it and they don't not like actually understand it because it's, they have such a, like they know that the government is ass in a way, but then like they psych them own selves out. By saying, oh, no, like, I'm not with that, like, natural organic stuff or whatever it is. No, like, not knowing that you actually did that. Yeah. The industrialization of food is only 80 years old. So we've been at a better place before in this country. 80 years old? That's yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. And so that's what's like, is it, is it too late or is it maybe, there, is, it, is it possible to you know go back to those times before the industrial revolution before the industrialization of food and corporization of it so i i so i i heard this the other day um i was i was listening to something and he said that we are closer no that we are living at in the perfect time of humanity Meaning that we as humans, as like the the actual nature mammal predator of us, we're in our peak form that we're able to decide, like we're at a, at a juncture that, we able, that we're able to dictate what happens with the universe next. Like it's in this perfect symbiosis in a way. So like this is the perfect time. You just got that word. What? Symbiosis, you use that word. Yeah. <laughs> I love when you do that. Vocabulary. <laughs> yeah, because you just learned <laughs> that I used to. Oh, God. No, but so that we're in perfect control of what we had to eat, meaning that back in the day, you didn't have a choice. You had to eat natural. What other way are you going to get food? Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. That's why. As soon as the government that we're in wanted the perfect to. Some time that, that we're in the perfect time to make that decision. Yes, but also, 
look at how many people we have now in this country, in this world. It's not normal to have this this many people in these cities and in this in these states. Like it's, it's not normal to have cities overpopulated completely. And I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't necessarily feel like that's a huge factor in this problem because people, you know, the cycle of life. There's death, you know, and then there's new life, and we'll just always, you know, have probably a good neutral number of a population but but i think it's happening at a mass rate so that so we don't have control because we're not we're not prepared the only and that's the thing the only business that is thriving from this mass population is the corporations the, uh, corporations and and, mass and, and population this, corporations and industrial farming they're the only ones that make money and they're the only ones because organic farming and just doing anything the right way which is the healthy way is gonna take some time it's gonna be a longer process and there's a lot more it's it's probably a higher risk and low investment kind of thing because it takes a lot of dedication a lot of like you know uh, articulate things that just play a role you know a lot of maintenance and it's not like a machine that's doing the job there's no there's no pesticides and antibiotics to make this it make it grow fast manual and then labor. boom boom out 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 manual, a lot manual of manual labor. labor which could be seen as a good thing because all that actually sounds good putting aside the modern world cuz the modern world has a huge demand and this type of business organic farming cannot meet those can meet those demands just not at the rate that it needs to be met because I mean, it's just impossible, but that's what's sad. And so going back to what he was saying is just basically the, he called it, he called it the militant vegan, <laughs> militant vegan <laughs> community, community, vegan is vegan. Okay. <laughs> it's just such a deep Southern accent. I love it. And he's like, I don't care what you choose to eat. That's why we're here. You know, you choose whatever you want to eat. But understand what you're eating. And so, and like, what's happening is that... So he wants people to eat bad knowingly. Like, to be consciously eating bad. I mean, I don't think that's what he wants. But no, he, not, not that he wants. <laughs> I'm just saying like, in a way, that's what he's asking. He's not optimistic about this type of model that he uses in his own farming being replicated across the United States because there's not enough support for farmers, especially for organic farmers and regenerative farming from the government, from the USDA. And in order for that to be a business, the government has to be on their side with tax breaks, with incentives, with just not being hogs with the land when it comes, you know, like literally just stepping down on the industrialization. But why would they do that? Well, what's funny is that they mentioned, you know, they, this, this, the vegan community was heavily marketed and not forced, but it, it made people like feel like they were doing something bad by not being vegan, right? Like the documentary come out about what the health and all this stuff, like 
at, at one time, that wasn't a coincidence. They wanted, that was another business idea. That was a huge, like, not money grab, because that's really hard to call it. It's a freaking grand thing that happened. But making it seem as if you're making less of a carbon footprint by being vegan. And the only reason is that they want that is because, for example, the government only wants to be environmentally friendly in areas that they can easily replace that carbon footprint with technology. So they're only going to promote this like environment friendly, growing green in areas and industries that they know the solution will be expensive technology and it would be like bank for them. They're, so that's why they're not going to try to they're not going to mention that, hey, industrial farming and the majority of where we get our food isn't really contributing to the benefit of like preventing climate change at all. But we're not going to mention that because there's no technology to replace that problem. The problem, the, the, like the solution to that problem, to be more environmentally friendly with our food would be costly and it wouldn't make us money because it would literally have to be going like taking steps back like when it comes to food growing our food it's just gonna it, the, the healthiest way is to just take it back 80 years ago and they're not gonna do that so this but, is what it kind of goes back to what i was saying is i just don't believe that the government that any of these systems that we have in place the voting system the democracy that we have quote unquote none of it is ever going to fix anything and i love that he actually said that because i was like i'm not crazy for thinking that his his point was that it's gonna be in the consumers hands like it's up to us to change our lifestyles that's what i talk about all the time it's up it's up to us to change how we eat because then there won't be a business it's up to us to like literally stop supporting corporate but let's say that's a long ass intro. <laughs> what intro? It was, we were talking. We've been talking. But let's say that everybody does end up eating natural and organic. There's not going to be enough food for everybody. There could be because we're giving more money to them now. We're giving more money to that industry rather than the other. It'll all work itself out. It'll be hard. But it could work itself out if, as a huge population, we understand that. And that's why. Yeah, it's never going to happen. That's why I'm saying it's never going to happen. So. No, but that was never going to happen regardless from the first person that ever had McDonald's or had fast food for the very first time. That first, there was never going back from there. It's never going to happen because we continue having immigration, which, I mean, I'm not talking about immigration right now, but like. There's always going to be new people coming into this country for what it's advertised for. So you're ne- so then you're going to have to change the minds of more more generations, like not ge- not even generations, just yearly new amounts of people that are going to come. Like you have to change your mind. Like you this ca- isn't for I don't know, but I'm I'm saying like this isn't the goal is to make this global and to make this well known across the world. Obviously, with the aim of like just touching the country and this and that, but in reality, you're only going to be 
touching a few certain people that actually care and have the time to care about their life further. Like, like they're able to see the longevity of their life. Because I don't think that this would apply for everyone. There's this no applies way. for everyone. There's no way for it to apply to everyone. No. what I'm- In a society that we live now that's full of distractions, even if we didn't have fast food and like everybody knew of the option of natural and organic with all the distractions in the world with all the the heightened anxiety in the world with the way that generation is in the world put aside the food like even then who's gonna want to work at a farm because let's say if we did give all this money they need all these employees this guy has a town, and he already employs 180 people. Put that in the city with the amount of people that we have. That's basically meaning that everybody's going to have to be a farmer again, for the most part. That's not true. Because you can't use machines, because then, then that takes... We can still be a modern world with keeping the most important things that we need at a... How do you say that? More traditional pace. So, for example, farming. Let's make that more of a priority. Like, let's stop putting a fast food place in every corner and, you know, building more Walmarts or whatever we're doing now. What would you like instead? Taking land, more farms, organic farms. Farmers that already have their farms turning to regenerative farming and leaving their past habits behind. That obviously will be very hard without government help. But you can think outside of the box in today's world. So, for example, this farmer has a cabin lodging. He has a restaurant. He has a store. He has a bunch of things on that land. And just putting that aside, because you can have it. Like, um, you, could, you, could be, you could have a multifaceted business with farming. But also, just with the employing, right now, social media is huge. You're not just going to have to employ farmers or labor workers. You're going to have to hire a marketing team. You're going to have to hire someone who's on the computer making orders. You're going to have to hire just a director. You're going to have to hire a manager. You're going to have to hire all these types of jobs. And, and, and still, it's in the world of farming. You will, there will be a position for people who want labor, there will be a position who uh, who people who want to work in technology. There's going to be a position for people who want to work in business and marketing, all within the realm of farming. Like, but let's that's just how say, it used to be back in the day okay, without the modernism. That's fine, but it's like where what I'm trying to say is that we're already past the point of no return. I I can get that, but we still have to have a conversation. Like, no, I I know, but I'm I, saying that's what like I was literally starting this with, and it's just that I I can see how it can work. But the government it has... It could have worked. It can't work anymore. There's no way that... Right I, now, I I'm know. just saying like That's in a way... because of the government. No, no, no. I'm just saying, let's say, hypothetical. Because you're having like... It's like hypothetically. Yeah. Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. If we don't do it right now, it doesn't matter because 10 months from now, it's already going to be too late by the way that you answered this question. Right now, if we were to stop breaking ground everywhere in the country that we're breaking down to create more Walmarts to create more fast food places and do all that stuff. If we just stopped right now, tomorrow there's a martial law 
that everybody has to stop building shit that's taken away from land. And the rest of the land that we have, we're going to turn that into farming. Do you think that that would be enough to, one, feed the country? It would have to happen at a slow, normal rate. Like, nothing happens that way. But I'm saying, like, they say to stop, like, right now. I'm saying we stopped right now. You still have the fast food restaurants. You still have all that shit. But I'm saying with the land that's already destroyed, there's no way that you're going to tear down this building and eventually grow crops. That's why I in said land. The people that already have farms to turn into this, to change their way of farming. But I'm not. You're not. They don't got to move anywhere. I'm understanding what you're saying, but that's just I'm not unrealistic. I'm saying to move anything. I'm not. Nothing saying can happen overnight. I'm not saying. But you're not listening to what I'm saying. I'm not saying that farms are automatically overnight. I'm saying we stop building more fast food restaurants. We stop building more WalMarts. We stopped. The land that we have that is still untouched that is able to be farmed. We tell farmers, go basically farm, like create, get crops, get the, the livestock, do all that other stuff. Let's say we give them 20 years. In the meantime, whatever we have is what we stick with until the farmers are able to catch up. To catch up. Okay, but you're By that time that they're able to catch up, because you have a whole nation that's going to want to become organic now. That they want to eat grass-fed. So you're, we're going to have to do this quicker. Like, they're basically eating knowingly their death, or what the government thinks is death, by the crap that we're eating just until the farmers get back. Do you think even then, however long it takes, 20 years, 25 years, whatever, that would be enough to feed the population of a society that's growing? With the damage that we've already done in the environment, with the climate. No. It probably caused some people to leave, which is also okay to leave this country. But I don't think it doesn't matter where you go. That's, of course. So then that, so then that leads to my next point is like, I think that we're viruses in this world. And, the, and, the, and Mother Nature and the world is doing whatever it can to get rid of a virus like what happens whenever you have a virus in your body you get like you get super hot you get a fever then you get the chill that's basically like the climate within your body is the climate that's going on in the world right now we are the virus that's why during the summers it's extremely freaking hot you don't even want to be outside and then the winters it gets in certain places brick cold that it's literally like you're living in the fucking Arctic. And it's that fluctuation of weather throughout a prolonged period, obviously, equals climate. But nonetheless, like, the world's trying to rid of its virus, us. I don't think, I think we're a virus because of our choices, but not because of our nature. I think we Mm. are perfectly meant to be here. We're meant to live with animals. We're meant to be predators. We're meant to have prey. That's deep. Just like animals are meant to be predators and have prey. Just like plants are. Be a part of nature that you were talking about. Everything is a symbiosis and we're a part of it. Symbiosis. (laughs) Yes, sir. So we're not viruses. We're just choosing to be. That's the word of the day. Symbiosis. It sounds good. So we're choosing that because 
we are supposed to be here. We're just choosing wrong. And and there's a lot of people that don't. Like, there's a lot of people like this guy, this farmer. There's many people like him. They're just not enough. There's just not enough. And I agree that that's one of the things where how I started the, the episode was just like, I just don't have belief anymore. And all I can do is just We should look. just say this conversation. We shouldn't say this episode because it makes it sound like, Oh, this this is a com- this well, conversation. conversation, whatever. Yeah, this conversation that is just I don't I don't believe in much anymore. But I it's crazy because in that same breath, like I feel powerful in saying that, that I have let go of any expectations and like hope in the wrong things. It, there's it's I think it's false hope to continue believing there's going to be a president that's going to solve our problems, or a senator or a governor like. There's always going to be something that they're going to miss because already just 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 thinking about what's the most important to me, which is obviously one number one freedom. But a form of that is health, our health. That's freedom, too. But like our government doesn't care about that. They just don't. So that already. And, and I mean, it's not that they don't care, like they're just ignoring it. No, they're like also purposely and intentionally doing things to go against the better, like the, the, the improvement of our health. Like there's nothing that they're doing to help it. Um, and the government systems and the processes that are in place are not there to support the people that, that are doing good. Powerless. But the reason why it makes me powerful, it may, it made me feel powerless for a while. And that's why I was like, depressed and i was like just i don't give a fuck like i don't care like you know when people come up to me and or like my parents were still very hopeful and i don't blame them but like whenever they would come to me and talk about oh this person said this this person says i just truly don't believe in anyone anymore there's too much noise and we don't need any of it we just need to talk about the freaking basics and we're not doing that i take that one step further and i said like that literally means that like the it feels like we don't have any control of anything. I think we do because it just, it just, the control that we have. The universe already has it planned out. That's. It, it doesn't matter. Like, look at what happened with us in Italy. Look what happened to us whenever we got back. There's so much things that has been out of our control that it doesn't matter how hard we worked, what good intentions we have, everything that we do correctly and do all that other stuff. Like, and th- all that stuff that happens that is part of the quote-unquote universe is the trickle-down effect, the karma of what government is doing, making this corporate, right? Like making this less human interaction, less, less humanity, less compassion. I mean, you can see it that way or you can see it as I can remove myself and f- go with my intuition, go with what I'm feeling right now. And That's actually act road. on it. Because we're feeling these feelings. We're having these opinions that are being built just by ser- just by our pure experience. But that's a lonely road. That's a lonely road. But wh- how many people do you need? I don't know. Let me ask you that. It might be a lonely road on social media because it's not going to be popular. But it will be if people just see that you're true to yourself and what you want. But do you do do you like the lonely road? Be honest. Do you like no, the lonely road? No, I don't. Road? I would love to have more support. But that's just it'll come with it. It'll come. Like at the end of the day, something's gonna eat you alive. Something. 
whether it's the amount of people that are judging you because you have so many people looking at you or the amount of people that don't really care about you. Something's going to eat you alive and you just got to like... You got to choose? Do, not choose, but you got to deal with whatever is meant for you and whatever happens, whatever the repercussions are of you staying true to yourself. You just got to be able to accept that. That's it. So and whether you, that takes you longer to get there, who cares? So how does that how does that mindset prevent but, you from getting down on yourself? You just I take action. I more I just try to take action. Just keep going. I mean, how does it? I still get down on myself, but that's just I think I have to just be able to feel it. Because when I used to avoid feeling it, that's when it would actually affect me. But now I actually accept my my sadness i accept like oh this sucks and you i embrace actually, it and i let it yeah and i actually embrace it like i this sucks but there must be a reason like there must be something and if there isn't then it's just my brand does that make <laughs> you stronger you think like at the end of the day that makes me stronger because weakness is like you don't go a, down the same hole again yeah exactly right? like it's, it's just like no 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 like i i, I can do this like I've, if you keep saying oh I'm, people you build are resistance gonna, persistence yeah but I, that's why I feel powerful, and that's that same that's same that's the same reason, because I I, I was I trying feel, to have you dig deep. I think there's freedom and power, and already realizing that you don't have to follow the crowd. That's actually the wrong way. Like now that I want to buy a f- land, leaders we want lead. To, yeah. We want to buy land rather than buy a, a property built already. Damn, we, our secrets out. I'm just saying that's just what what we're what we're plan what we're dreaming of we're planning whatever people don't need to know where we are in the process but it's a dream it's it's obviously like come on the way that we talk it would only make sense and that's the problem a lot of people have opinions and they don't live by it but if you let something actually consume you with passion you can take like you can act on it and that is probably the best version of what freedom and happiness could possibly be do you right feel now. free and happy just already thinking that and believing in that way i feel way better about myself it's way it feels way better than when i used to be and i would just like kind of like i'd be like going with the wind wherever it would blow me and it just felt confusing at the end of the night when i would lay my head uh, my head down i wouldn't I, i wouldn't really know what i was and who i what i stood for but now regardless of how sad the reality is that i'm accepting i'm like still kind of actually I believe something wholeheartedly. Because you're working towards that. Yeah. I'm believing in something so like, and, and there's nothing I'm like, I'm not going back on, on anything. Like I'm not, oh, maybe the government does care. Or maybe things well. Like, no, I'm like, nah, like we're in this by ourselves and nothing's going to get better. So that's more of a, that's a better place to, to create solutions from. How do you think that you found that passion? Or that, that you found that, that thing, because I, I don't want to say passion, but like that thing that makes you want to chase that happiness and that freedom. Because I, I, I say that to say, just for like, to, to give you like an example. For me, I feel like the passion was instilled in me. I didn't find it. It was instilled. Like I had to love baseball, so I love baseball. And it was instilled in me and that passion and that and all that drive came from it. But as soon as it was done, like my mind, it took a while to adjust 
but it hasn't been the same since. Like, I don't have that same passion to play it. Like, I don't have no urge to play it. I barely, rarely watch it. Like, that passion seems to go. Now I'm trying to find that thing that's going to fuel me past a short career. Like, this is a career. Like, what you have, I feel like, is a career because it can be prolonged and it can be passed down. An athlete being a career, like, your legacy will live on because, like, you are affecting my life, my family's life, our family's life, and that's going to carry on. Like, that's a legacy, like the healthy, natural eating, just like your guy, the Will Harris guy. Like, he's creating a, a legacy of literal, like, knowledge and awareness of what you put into your body and eating correctly. So you have an actual career, what I define as a career, something that is going to, that leaves a legacy and that it can be passed down. My passion, I don't think that it could have been a career because an athletic career, like, I can't pass that career on. I could pass the results of that career on, but that's just fruits of my labor. Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think you're looking at it in the wrong way because I don't even see this as a career. And that's what makes me feel so good about it. That's a true passion. Right. You have a true passion. You have something that was instilled in you as well. Just like you said, that it was instilled in you, but that you're losing it. I don't think you're losing it. No, I'm saying that I lost it. Or lost it. Well, yes, but I, I just don't, don't believe don't you lost it. I don't have a passion for baseball anymore. It's not the baseball. So, for example, my parents instilled in me the passion for freedom. And because they made healthy choices, I was influenced by that. But I made the connection and I took it steps further than they were able to. Now, boom, that's my passion. It's not the freedom and not and, and being here in this country. That's not my passion. It's not just food alone. That's it's, my passion. It's, it's the, the connection and it's what it's the it's it's the freedom the to whole be thing. able to choose things that are good for you. My passion is now I'm I'm seeing a problem and I'm and I'm seeing how it connects like and no one else was able to see that or maybe they were, but they like didn't have the means to. They're still, they're still, you know, yeah, my, didn't have the means to. Or maybe that passion was in a fire that's freaking, like, up in flames. Like, for me, it's up in flames. Like, I am burning houses down of what I thought, like, what I believed in. Like, I had little, built little houses. I used to, I had a, built a community in my mind. And I'm burning all that shit down with the passion that I have because I'm able to, like, see no blind spots. Like, I, I can see the truth. Like, whenever people talk, and, and, and you hear them in their voice are like it, what they believe in. It's like just it's it's that. And, and they're so knowledgeable in it. They're they have no like they're not blurred in any way. It's like they know what they believe in. But how did you they, get to that point? I don't know. I, like I said, I just closed the gap. Like I made the connection that my people before me that did instill that initial fire. I made I made that connection that they weren't able to. And I don't There's know. Like so many things. It's just. But for you, that was a thing that you last on to food yeah health yeah i don't know why i don't know why but i mean i i something i learned as an adult like adult like 24 and up was when i started realizing is that i like cooking that's when you consider yourself an adult 24 yeah i was a kid. <laughs> 25 actually that's when you develop your frontal lobe um that's just still developing but 
I learned how, that I realized I like I liked cooking. But that wasn't something that I like, Thank Lord Jesus Christ. No, my I, wife loves cooking. But I didn't I never said I love to do this and I'm like it was just came it's just like I'm like cooking one day and I'm like I really don't think about this twice. I just do it. And I, you know, <laughs> what so a perfect couple. You love cooking. I love to eat. <laughs> but for you, the passion of baseball was was instilled, but then you everything you learned from and 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 gained from baseball is still with you. Minus probably the obsession with competition. That was a gap you closed. Now you have your own passion that did still come from the one that was given to you, but you made it your own. And if you think you're not influencing anybody with that passion that's you've you that's left that's been left behind after your baseball career, you're wrong because people know you for discipline, people know you for honesty, people know you for for integrity, for well that's the same thing. But you know, like the how you carry yourself. And people know you by how by your word and how you stay true to it. Like that's something that's people. legacy, <laughs> huh? Not many people. <laughs> you chose to do a podcast for a reason, and I think that's where you're failing to see how it connects to what you've chosen to do. Just like I didn't realize that I chose to love cooking, but I now I'm kind of understanding and connecting the dots as to why. You had love two We're things. We're so obsessed with making a passion into a career that's like transactional. Oh, I do this; it gives me money. It'll eventually get there. But realize that what you're doing is your passion. Like what right now what you're doing isn't just for shits and giggles. It's like it's your intuition to sit here and I'm in front of a mic. It's my intuition to be in front of a video uh, a video camera. Like So that's the first passion that I was going to say. And then Well, that's cuz I've always it been ended that way. Up and it's and it's crazy how it always lingered in your life in a way. And it wasn't until you, cause I don't want to say like you had a moment, but like it, it wasn't until like you, I don't even know how to say it, but you realize that you're just like, you saw it and you're just like, oh shit, like I can put both of these things together, two of these passions and create this now what you are, which is a beast. Nah, thanks. No, but you, you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know. Like you mean. combine two. Yeah. But I still had so many moments that I was like, what is this? What am I doing? Is it even anything? And I think that's what we have. And you hesitated. As humans, that's just what happens. Yeah. It's just so crazy that I'm realizing now that I don't have to attach to any label or any group. If anything, that's that's hell. We're so caught up in this, like fighting an evil, right? Like we're always so afraid of an evil. The evil is right in front of us. The evil is in the people that we are told to trust every single fucking day of our lives. Like the evil is here. It ain't anywhere down there in this hell called I mean, place called hell. It's not in in a person who does card reading, tarot reading or does or, or uses crystals. That's not evil. The evil is in the people that tell you, hey, I know what's best for you. This is what's good for you. And they are purposely doing what's the opposite for you like it's just i mean the evil is in us being so blind to believe in these systems. i was gonna say naive naive whatever so like for example we were just at that book fest here in austin and i was like 
disappointed because the books were all like freaking about politics and it was obviously geared towards a specific agenda a bunch of like i don't mean to like sound whatever but listen we're on a podcast a bunch of white people middle-aged some young but middle-aged people white people thinking that they're like experts because they're all they're readers right like experts in in and they're cultured because because they're readers like authors are the most biased people that you can ever think of they're just like reporters or just like news out, outlets like authors are just literally re- writing from their perspective so I'm but lo- news reporters and 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 journalists and stuff they're supposed to be non-biased that's, they're not anymore though but that's what no, i'm trying to say is, that. is that that's that's already where we messed up yeah but like i'm looking around and i'm just like okay i mean it's cool i don't really i'm not offended by it but i'm just like god everything everything is towards something like i believe in this and it's like everyone's virtue signaling everyone is constantly virtue signaling like no one cares about that everyone's trying to be an advocate for a group and that's how they feel like they belong that's how they feel like they can tell the rest of the world, hey, I'm a better person because I care about this particular group or this particular agenda, and you don't. Like, everyone's doing that. But why aren't we actually doing that with the things that we can all agree on? Like, one of them is health. And it's just, we're so far, far, far. Like, something else I was going to say is that I don't even know what I identify with. Well, I don't mean gender. I mean political affiliation. <laughs> I don't care about Democrats. I was Democrat. about to say, what the <laughs> fuck? What's crazy, that, it's a crazy phenomenon that's happening right now, which is like, I've been noticing, and we just went to this coffee shop that was called Revolucion. Oh, yeah. And it was Revolution. It's, it's, it's called Revolution in Spanish. And we just went because honestly, it was the acai bowl. Yeah, the only place that had acai bowl, whatever. Where we were at. In the area, yeah. And I get in there, and they literally have the star, the red star, that represents communism, dictatorship. And that's the red star that the Cuban dictators wore, Fidel Castro wore, Che Guevara, which everyone thinks that was such a good guy. He was a racist, he was a criminal. Um, and so much more. But anyways, so their branding was Revolución with the red star. And the menu was just regular. Didn't have any other branding about that. But Vegan stuff. It was all, it was vegan, but it was all natural. It was all organic, pasture-raised, you know. I mean, everything, putting aside... The branding, probably the old me wouldn't even have stepped foot into that place because of the branding alone. But when I just put that aside and I didn't even choose to go there or I did like I didn't choose. We didn't choose to go in there because of the branding and we did not choose to go in there because of the branding. You know what I mean? Like it was just a place that we stumbled upon and I am not so extreme and dedicated to a particular group. I didn't get offended by it like I probably would be in the past. So unbiasedly, the old you would have revolted la revolution. I'd have been like, ¿Qué revolución? But I'm going in there and I ain't even thinking twice about that. I'm like, oh, revolution. I mean, we are in Austin, whatever. 
I'm looking at them and they all just look like happy little hippies. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like, poor, I'm not going to hate on these people. Like, whatever. I'm going in, I'm reading the menu and it is everything that I support. The menu is everything that I support. It's clean. It's organic. Like I said, pastures. It's quality. It's what it should be. And, you know, it wasn't that popping. It wasn't that popping, but it was also a Sunday. And I'm just like, it's simple, too. It's a simple coffee shop. And I'm just like, how? That's what we did last Sunday. I was trying to think what we did last Sunday. We've been talking about it. Yeah, we have been. Damn. And I'm just sitting there. It happened all the same day. Yeah, it happened on the same day. And I'm just sitting there and I'm just like. What a crazy weekend. Yeah. Continue. Nothing. I'm just like, how? How is it that I don't agree with their branding because they don't even know what they're actually like. Revolución means revolution. At the end of the day, it just means revolution. And revolution, we're in it right now. 80 years ago, the industrial revolution happened. And that's why we're in the predicament that we are now. If something came out tomorrow and said the organic revolution, I'm there. The only reason why it sounds scary to other people is because it's like it feels like it's something that's forced. Nothing should ever be forced. But if something is like talking about, hey, we should change on this and let's do everything to change on this. And if it's good and for the you know best and like no one, no particular person or group is benefiting over the other or other people, then what is the problem with a good like revolution? So it doesn't have to be bad to be a revolution because right. they they also had no was it they called it the industrial revolution capitalists and republicans what if it's were the are in favor organic of it. renaissance renaissance is art the renaissance was about art not only art was it I music thought it was, yeah why no, I was going to say because like it was about like, renaissance is all it's, it's like a, a I've, in my head at least it's like a nicer it's, it's like the the nice version of revolution because revolution is like revolution. Like, that's the problem. Let's that take we- over. Let's take control. And like Renaissance is like, we still change it. It's just, it's a nice changeover, you know? Like, oh, it's yeah. Just, I, oh, just gonna, oh, yeah. 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 The Renaissance is a nice, a better word to say it. Maybe that's how you say it in French. I don't know. Let's look that up. But, Jamie. <laughs> but yeah. So I'm sitting there and I'm just like, I get how they're using this branding. They get they could definitely go a different direction, but I'm not as mad because I'm meeting them in the middle. I know what they want a revolution for. It's for the for better food. But you know, it's crazy. So the Renaissance was a vervent period of European cultural, artistic, political, and economic rebirth. Rebirth. Following the Middle Ages. So it could be a renaissance. It can be. It could be a renaissance. So they had the 17th century, the renaissance promoted the rediscovery of classical philosophy, literature and art. So that one in the 17th century signified that Mm -hmm. the philosophy, literature and art. But it can be anything that shifts basically the culture, culture. I mean, shifts society culturally, artistically, politically or economically. So it could be in a way called the organic renaissance instead of the organic revolution. Yeah. In terms of like whenever we look back, like we're since we're going through it and we're fighting it, for us it's probably the revolution. But then looking back, it'll probably be seen as like the 21st century Renaissance as I mean, a whole. 
because it started with the whole war on terror, 2001, everything that's happened since then to right now. Like, it's us basically taking the beginning of the Industrial Revolution, taking our power back. So that whole entire period is going to be a renaissance, the organic renaissance. Get back to our organic lifestyle, organic way. Yeah, for sure. Let's do that. I painted that that bitch. Now that's a renaissance right there. Let's start it. Organic renaissance. I'm going to change my handle. I'm kidding. But... But yeah. real quick, before that's you, what it is. Well, before you forget the, your your website, organiclifewithdaniela.com. We'll put it all in this in below. Yeah, organiclifewithdaniela.com. Download the free grocery list. They're all product product approved by me. So you're saying all of this? What is or what would be your end goal? You have this passion. You have this idea, right? And you have as far as you can dream right now. But with this, because like I, I can tell you from like a little bit of my personal experience, when you have this much dedication and this much like what you said, like blinders on and you're focused, it's like, you're, it's like a train. Like you slowly start going and you're going to get to a point that you're going to get to where you're wanting to be at or at least get close enough to it that you can dream even further. What do you think, if you can dream of a dream, what would that be for yourself? I mean, kind of putting everything together, what I've been ranting about <laughs> in this conversation is that I, it's not that I don't, this is going to sound like I want to be the face of, I don't want to be the face of anything, but I do want to be a part of a huge change that needs to happen. And whether that's through my content that I'm like constantly talking about the, the reason, like I'm not just throwing all of these different brands and products at people's you know down people's throats to try because it's sure that's going to be the way I'm going to probably make some money but the overall point is that things are bad and there's no one here that's going to come to save us there's no and it's not going to be with your extremist like solution great you accept that no one's going to come for you to help you that the government isn't going to just wipe all this stuff clean and and it's gonna and it's gonna start new. They're not gonna do that for us. That doesn't mean that you go into like revert to like this extreme like I'm just gonna eat veggies. I'm gonna be like safe and like no. There's ways, and I always try to like kind of talk to those type of people that don't really know how to think through things. They think over things. And when you think through things, you realize there are many solutions that 
are a lot more tangible and there's like taking people away from this extreme way of thinking which is has what it's what's been instilled in us we either choose democrat or republican you know we are we're, we're either choosing red or blue all the time constantly it's like everything is bipartisan when neither party has done anything good for us i no longer consider myself a republican or I, and i would never and i don't consider myself a democrat because i realize that the things that are important to me no, none of them are going to do that. They don't think care. They don't think it's important. And if it, even if there is something that I might agree with, which of course that's going to happen, there's still something there that it's like, all right, but there's a bureaucratic, bureaucratic process to everything. And bureaucracies don't really, they don't really create solutions. They just create more politics. So I, I, what I envision for myself is being the voice of like independence. Independence in when it comes to health can lead to greater independence in everything else. It's just it starts with that. And whether that makes people rebudget their life and reprioritize so that they're not spending so much on materialistic goods and instead on their, you know, increasing their budget monthly when it comes to groceries just so that they can eat better. It's just whatever it is, you know, that's what I want to express and get across the board the most. Do you think changing, going back to like the original original, um, kind of debate that we were having, do you think for the world to turn to this, well, not this world, sorry, this country to turn into an organic kind of living environment, living, uh, growing their own natural, organic food, all that stuff, kind of ecosystem in the world, If I mean, in the country. If we went back to that, do you think that would require a change in government? No. In terms of, like, the government being a democracy and being capitalism? Capitalism only breeds what we, the problem that we have going on. So what's the solution? And it's not socialism. It's these systems. Like in your opinion now, like what do you think the solution is? It's these systems working in smaller, I don't know, smaller, easier to attack portions. And I don't know Like states become countries? Yeah, we're too freaking big. We're too big for any solution to be across, like world, like the countrywide. Like the world in New York is different than the world in Texas, which right. is different than We're the world divided. in Florida and California. But we all got to vote for the same. Which is so stupid. To have like a general kind of thing, like bro, we all live different lifestyles. United like, I guarantee is fake you, like I, news. I, I guarantee <laughs> you, like, and I'm not even throwing shade. So, if I do have listeners out there, like I apologize, but there is no way in hell. Like I live a better a better quality of life than somebody probably like in New York City, yeah. No, I was gonna say in in like Maine. I mean, people in cities already like are proven to live less. No, but I'm I'm just I'm just saying in general, just like lifestyle, like lifestyles are different. Like a dude in Maine and me right now. We're living different lifestyles. Oh, you're just saying, yeah. Like, so we we're going to want different things. That's the thing. Exactly. Like he lives probably his life on the water, fishing, doing all that shit. Like I'm chilling. Right. 
Like, we have different, like, he wants his shit to probably be sold more and capitalism to touch him and do all that. Like, it's the opposite for me. But what is that opposite is what I want to say. I guess it, the key is to realizing how we all connect and how we're all one again. Because it's raining outside. Yeah, it's been. Oh. We have to realize how we're one. And believe in that again. The only way that we... One as a humanity or one with nature? Both. Both. Because we're nature. We're the only species of nature that has said, well, fuck the ecosystem and let's just do something totally different. We have gone too far with technology, with modernizing. Like, we we have... We think we've had to go this far. I think that we probably one point in time, we were at a good place, good neutral place. But evil kicked in and we wanted more. And we wanted more. And that's been our... That's the competitiveness of humans, though. To create the next best thing. I think the issue... I don't think the issue is us creating it. I think the issue is like going back to like the original question, the way I think the issue is the way that is being managed, the way that is being governed. I think that's what makes it that we hate it. But if the technology that's been trying to make virtual reality, if you've, and they're doing virtual reality, like just try to stay with me on this one, but they're doing virtual reality because that's where the money in the business is. But if it wasn't, if the world of technology and all this stuff was governed and managed better, that virtual reality can easily be used to help somebody that's blind be able to see reality. If you shift that focus of capitalism, let's make money, let's create virtual reality to get people stuck and believe that they're living in an actual world that is actual fake, why not let the people who live in the actual world be able to see and see actual reality? Uh, you can shift that focus. There's less blind people than there is. No, but I'm, I'm, people say, I'm, wanting, I'm saying like literally. Like, no, but, no, but this is this is why that won't ever happen because there's more money in people who are just wanting to be entertained than people who have a necessity because they're blind. And there's that's because of the way that is governed and managed. And and they want sickness. That's that's it. It all comes down back to that. Like. We're talking about evil here. I'm not just using the word evil lightly. Sickness is a business because of the wanting more. The more that we add, the more that we create new businesses. Not healthcare. Right. The more that we create new businesses, there's going to be more that needs to be managed. And things that matter, shit that really matters is going to continue to be just pushed back. And let's be clear, because I don't want the government to tell me what to eat and what not to eat. Like, I don't want the government in my life at all. If, if things were a different way and there was a government who actually cared and about just the best for people and money wasn't such a factor, then okay, great. But that's so unrealistic. So I just don't want them in my life at all because I know that anything they touch, it will all be ruined. It would just be ruined. And that's why I say it's taking the power back. It's been it's been us all along. 
we just think it's in it's it's them that have to make the change like they're the ones that are they're the only way out or they're the only way to a better tomorrow it's us it's a but cop we're just out so lazy. it's lazy yep i was gonna i was gonna get to that we're lazy but just because of the same the same things that they've created we've been victims of it and we're choosing it every day in many ways we don't have to you don't have to get that tesla Maybe that's better for the environment, but let's, and that's the thing. We're so weird that we would buy a $20,000 car to be more environmentally friendly and green, but yet we're still going to keep going to fast food places. We're still going to be, I don't know, buying these products that are just all full of chemicals. We're still going to be giving money to these corporations who are who are not not really putting money into the things that we that need to be put into we, so are you saying that we should keep eating organic and also get a tesla i'm saying if you are buying a tesla and you eat organically and you support farmers i judge you less than i do a person who has a tesla and is just so removed from everything else and how they can actually really be environmentally friendly in other ways like would you judge you're a person do it in one way do it in all the ways would you judge a person that drives a honda but eats and lives naturally and organically no because in this world you gotta fucking buy a honda to afford the eating you're healthy <laughs> like you know it depends on where you are in life. Like I'm, if you're if you're buying a Tesla, if you have enough to buy a Tesla, you have enough to, to eat good yes. and to support farmers and to change that like that part of your life around. Because then payments are OD. Our priorities are all effed up. I don't know why I said effed up now because I've been saying fuck, but you know what? We're fucked up. Okay, we fucked up. Our priorities are fucked up. We we don't know anything of what we what's going on and what's happening we are just literally like oh this is good for us okay good oh this is what they say is good okay cool like and we're just like grabbing and grabbing and like there's no room to pause we had the time to pause and we're freaking way worse than we were before we're deep in our shit like we are so what i'm doing for myself and for my own sanity is just not leading with false hope anymore i am not believing in false hope i'm just like focusing on the basics and i'm not i'm not looking for a savior i'm not looking for a a martyr i'm not looking for a hero i mean in my history cubans they they are they 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 need that they need to believe in something they need to have a leader because that's just all that it's they've been known they've known before people need to have a leader and that's all good when there's a leader. But when there really isn't a leader, you're just sitting there on your ass, not doing anything because you're waiting for that leader. When maybe you are the one leader, like, and it may not be of millions of people, but it could be of your own pack. And like, that is an example for another pack. And then, you know, like, it's just, that's where, that's where my head is at. That's where I'm at. Do you think that this is a good enough episode to go on your website? So go on my website. <laughs> no, 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 but I'm saying like, would you put this, this, because like we were talking about as a whole, like if you like, if you summed it up and we were going to create a title for this, for, for this conversation, 
It'd be something along the lines of natural, organic. No, I just stop supporting corporate. <laughs> Why you, we need to stop supporting? But corporate. even but even that, that's still your brand in a way. Yeah, it's so fine. Like, I'll put the content up. It's fine. Is that true? is that what you're asking? My website's gonna be ready? Huh? <laughs> Are you asking if my website's gonna be ready? Oh, I'm 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 just like just asking a question. But I'm asking. It's been a while since we did it, so let them know. Oh, like that's it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Yeah, we're back. Is this even a new season? No. We what? just we were going through a lot of shit, so we just needed a break. Yeah, I'm just asking to if we're be able to figure season. life out. That's another combo for another day. There's gonna be another combo for show. But no, it was it was it's, it's, it's still going. Yeah. We're still going. We just, you know, we're humans experiencing this life just like everyone else. Exactly. But ups, downs, and all. Follow us on our Instagram, All About Perspective Podcast, and there you will find our personals. Um, OrganicLifeWithDaniela.com. You can. Dot com now, bitch. You can check that out right now and subscribe to the list because I will be putting out content on that website. Um, but right now, there's just a free download that you can get. It's a grocery list. I already explained it earlier. Um, I did that because I'm not, I'm no longer supporting corporate, but I know some people still, you know, have to because of their budget or. They just are not going to transition right now as easily as me or, you know, like I personally am done with it or I'm trying to avoid going to any corporate source and just buying from online websites that are from farmers, local farmers and going to the farmer's market. But I did that because I know, you know, I have been talking about the other stores before and so I just want to leave something. This is a long ass promo. (laughs) You always do that. I just want to leave something because I'm not going to be doing hauls from Walmart or Aldi or Costco as you know anymore. So I created a list so that you can shop there. But Thrive, though. Keep checking out that Thrive. <laughs> stupid. Thrive, Thrive. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it. Is that all? Yeah. Rate. So you're just going to plug your, your website, not, not your, uh, your YouTube it's all organic life with Daniela. So just type that in and anything that you watch and, or any platform that you um, use. And um, don't forget to rate our podcast. I know a lot of people do that, but writing a review would also help. You know, write in. Spare if change, this please. Helps, spare, spare change. I'm begging, man. <laughs> I'm begging. We need to get up on them charts. <laughs> no, I mean, writing a review about your favorite episode. Do that. Right now. And it's the Dannys signing off. Wishing y'all much love, great health. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace. Emphasis on the great health.